Pelicans is Anthony Davis headed to the Lakers. The Pelicans have traded AD for Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and three first-round picks. <laughs> first with um, Anthony Davis. What are your expectations? Uh, my expectations are playoffs. Uh, you would say it honestly depends on what happens if they can truly get a third star. I, I'm not going home guaranteeing a championship already but the path i mean this was the right time to make the move the path just got a lot easier with the warriors injuries and some of the uncertainty there i i still think if they get a third star like they're saying and everybody stays healthy you see western conference finals i mean lebron is still the best player in the game today even though it's i think the gap has been narrowed a little bit but like once he gets that team into the playoffs i think they'll do wonders but He's still going to see what happens to the third star and see some of these role uh, role players that are going to fill with. Because you could get into a situation like Golden State had this year where you have all these stars, but if they get hurt and you have no bench, then you really aren't in a good position going forward. Yeah, that's why I don't think L.A. needs a third star. I think you run with LeBron AD and then you just get role players that are solid role players like a Malcolm Brogdon or someone like that. Hey, they're bringing the solid role player in J.R. Smith. Yes, they are. So well, no last uh, last time J.R. played in a championship game with LeBron. So J.R. Smith won't be out there the final four seconds this time. Hopefully not. But I mean, if you look at some of the, I, there are a lot of free agents and there are a lot of guys who you could see going there. Uh, according to Spot Track, there's 219 different free agents out uh, this season. So. You can see a lot of guys going taking a veteran minimum, get some playing time, and play out there. You know who's going to be their starting point guard? Who's that? Derek Rose. That's an interesting fit. You think he'll take uh, take that much of a uh, pay cut? And He's never gotten a championship. That's the one thing on his on his resume he needs. That would be, that would be interesting. Um, the thing is, I don't know if they really need a true point guard because that's what LeBron does. He's not a true point guard. Derrick Rose is a shooting guard. Okay. I, I I don't know if you can sell me on that one, but... He's a shooting I, guard like Kyrie Irving's a shooting guard. You know, I, I Kyrie's got a little bit of better of a jump shot, in my opinion, even though it didn't show in his final few games in the playoffs. No, it did not. No, it did not. So I'm thinking J.J. Redick to L.A. He's going to take a little bit of a discount. Malcolm Brogdon to L.A. Also, a little bit of a discount. Um, J.R. Smith, I'll give him him. He's fine. Um, Patrick Beverly, another guy I think is going to end up there. Interesting. Um, And then you got to keep my guy Mo Wagner. That's that's Davis' backup. Once Davis gets hurt, he'll lead him to the championship. Um, I mean, Davis has never gotten past, what is it, the second round? Yeah, I think, yeah, that sounds correct. I the boogie injury hurt him last year, but uh, two sorry, two seasons ago now. But yeah, never really made a made a big run. Nope. What would you put? Where would you have Anthony Davis on your best NBA players list right now? What number? Oh, I think I'd put him top ten, but I'm not putting him top five. He may not even be in the top. I. That's a tough one. He may not even be in the top. 15 for me, or, or sorry, in the top 10, he may be top 15 just because of the durability. I mean, he doesn't stay healthy. 
He's in my top five. Who would you have right now in your top five? Top five are LeBron, Kawhi, Durant, then him. Then Curry. Uh, then Curry. It's tough. I, I guess I would have to put him top ten. But I really don't know if I'm putting him top five. I mean, I definitely I still have LeBron over him. I have Giannis over him. I still have LeBron over him. No, I I think I'd put James Harden over him. Yes. In the ways that James Harden can impact a game, I just I think I'd put him over him. That's I think um, Anthony Davis can impact it in different ways, but just as much. Definitely can. I mean, Kawhi. It's tough. I. I don't know. I mean. I really don't know, but I there I think there's so many different guys that have just played more often than him. That's the biggest thing is that durability factor. If he could truly stay healthy all the time, I think he's up there, but until he proves that he can do that, it's tough for me to put him uh, as one of these top players. So both all people healthy, everyone healthy. Would you rather have Durant and Curry or Davis and LeBron? If everybody is healthy, I think I have to go with Durant and Curry. Because, I mean, the game is all about offense, all about space in the floor and shooting, and those two can do it. And, I mean, LeBron can, he's improved his three-point shooting. Davis is a decent three-point shooter, but he's not out of this world. And I just think that the three, I mean, Davis's best season ever was two seasons ago when he shot 34%. Not great. So I, I think I would have to go with um, Curry and Durant, but it, it, that was a close one. See, I, I've... I'm playing the numbers here. I have LeBron 1 and Davis 4, and then Durant 3, Curry 5, so I'd rather have Davis-LeBron. So, one thing I wanted to go back, because I just looked it up, I want to touch back on that, the Anthony Davis durability. Two times has he played over 70 games. So that durability factor is just... You have to think, though. Look at Kevin Durant, too. Kevin Durant, the last few years, have had some big injuries. Yeah, it's true, but I... I don't know. I, I still think it's tough. I mean, Durant in that time... Yeah, Durant in his past... Uh, I don't have this season in front of me, but in Durant's past four seasons, it's been 68, 62, 72, and 27, so... Yeah, he's got some question marks too, but I mean, before that, 81, 81. Those Thunder years. Yeah, he played 82 games in his third season. So he, I mean, he's played some games. And the other thing is, interesting fact on Kevin Durant, going into this season, has never once come off the bench. Started every single game he's played in. Does that include All-Star games? Uh, no, I'm just including regular season. He probably started all All Star games too. So who are we kidding? I'd, I'd assume so, but not a hundred percent on that one. 
Interesting. Okay. While, we're, while we're on the topic of free agency, switching gears a little bit, just got an update from Woj saying that the Rockets are trying to acquire Jimmy Butler via sign-and-trade deal with the 76ers. What are your thoughts on that? So sign-and-trade. So yeah. I'm not sure where Houston's going to get the money to do this personally. They're going to have to ship out someone, whether it be Gordon Capella, Paul. They don't have a lot of money, even with a sign-and-trade, unless they're trading big contracts. So I'd assume Gordon, Tucker, maybe. I don't know why Capella would be in that deal, but... I mean, if you combine Capella and Gordon, you're at about... You're looking 28, 29 million. Jimmy's going to get... 30-plus. Yeah, 30-plus. So you still got to throw in another. I mean... It's got to be Tucker. Yeah, he's... He's about $8 million in salary. So, but I don't... You, why would Philadelphia even consider a Capella move? Just for backup for Embiid? I don't, I don't really like that for that much money. I don't either. I mean, unless they think they're... I mean, unless they really like Gordon and Tucker and... I don't know. I mean, or the other thing is... You're really limiting your floor spacing, and I don't think it would ever work, but... If you lose Tobias, you start two big men in Capella and Embiid. No, I think you run with Simmons defending the four, but still being the point. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think I Tobias is gone. I don't think Tobias is coming back. I don't either. Yeah, I don't know. Why, I mean, unless Philadelphia really doesn't think that they're going to get anything and then they try and flip unless they want to turn into a three-team deal and flip Capella, which would make more sense, and find find a guard. But I don't know. It'd be interesting. And I don't know if it leaves Houston with enough to win. I mean, yeah, you have the three stars, but Chris Paul's play has certainly declined. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I love Jimmy. You know that. Yeah. Um, but I think he's a glorified P.J. Tucker currently. Yeah, I mean, they they certainly don't wouldn't have the cap room to do any other. You, you like they'd be in the same position as the Lakers, where you're competing for these these guys on these veteran veteran minimum. But if you're free, if you're a free agent, you choose between going and playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis on potential third star, or going to Houston. I would definitely be going to L.A. I think it's, I mean, it's L.A. I think there's the top of your list. LeBron is certainly, I think, a better, better at finding his teammates, putting his teammates in good positions on the basketball court, not talking about some of the other LeBron teammate stuff off the court, but that, that can definitely get a little iffy. And I just, I mean, Texas has the advantage because you don't have a look, uh, tax um income tax but that's your only thing going for it i think in terms of them versus la yeah and i don't even think jimmy fits d'antoni's system very well even though it sounds like he'll be gone after this year yeah but the thing for philly is i if they get that done unless there's like a third team involved or something like that which is possible but um they they'll most likely lose reddick if they don't bring back tobias then you go with a Gordon shooting guard, obviously. A P.J. Tucker, if he's involved. I mean, that's not a terrible starting five with Simmons and Embiid as the core there. 
I mean, one thing is, I think one of the reasons for Philly does, Philly may have to do it, is because they need players. You got a lot of free agents. You know how many players Philadelphia currently has under contract? I'm going to go with six. No, it's four. Wow, that's impressive. They currently have Embiid, Simmons, Zaire Smith, and Jonah Bolden. And those are your four right now that they have under contract. Maybe Tobias will come back. Yeah. I think they might offer it to Tobias and he will now, now that I'm thinking about it. So they, they, they're free agents. You had Jimmy, Tobias, JJ, um, Boban, Mike Scott, uh, TJ McCall, James Ennis, Amir Johnson, Greg Monroe. Those are your free agents right now. I You have to believe I, some of them will be back. I think TJ McConnell will be back. Yeah. Some of those guys will be back. Good fit. I could see. I mean, you bring Mike Scott back on a veteran minimum. So they liked James Ennis when he was there. I think he'll be back. Yeah. I, I would see Amir coming back for a cheap deal. But, I mean, they're not a lot of players under contract, so if you could do a sudden trade and you make it work, the question would be your timing. Because I, I don't know how you would... I don't know if you could get this to work, but you go out and you use your cap space that you have except for your Jimmy Butler hold, and then you trade him... You, Sign him to a deal and trade him going over the cap because you have his bird rights and you make it work under the salary cap, then you can truly play with it and add a little bit more to your roster than you could have if he just walks and you sign free agents. Right, right. Or we're just dismissing the fact that Kawhi Leonard chooses them. Oh boy, would that be interesting. Oh, oh I don't even know. I, I don't want to think about that. The more I see it, the more I think Kawhi's going, I think he's staying in Toronto. No, I've, I've thought he's staying in Toronto since like the beginning of the year. I, I don't think he's leaving. I think it's going to be either he's staying in Toronto, which I think is most likely, or he's going to the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, I think they said today, what, he declined the meeting with Dallas already? Um, I hadn't seen that. but that And then doesn't... he doesn't want to go to the Lakers. He said that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's either really Clippers or staying in Toronto. I just don't see why you'd leave Toronto. Yeah. I mean, unless you're truly unhappy. And there's obviously the biggest thing with Toronto is the money factor. But for, I don't, I mean, for a guy like Kawhi, I don't know how much the money really is factor just because of, I mean, you stay in Canada, you're playing, you're paying so much more in taxes. But for him, I don't really know if. That's such a big deal, though. It all evens out, though, because, I mean, you have half half the country offering him free stuff. Yeah, apparently. He doesn't have to play rent. He doesn't have to pay for food. He doesn't have to do anything. He can just go and sit with the Queen of England. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I I could still see, still see him going to L.A., him and Al Horford teaming up playing for uh, Doc Rivers. See, I think Vucevic ends up with the Clippers. He's, I think he's going to be, he's not one of the talked about guys, but I think his free agency is one of the most interesting. This he, he's so good. He's just so overlooked. He is. And there, I mean, I think you're going to have five to ten teams playing for his services this year. Yeah. Obviously, the Magic wanted back. I've already seen him link to the Celtics. I've seen talk of him in L.A. 
Uh, I saw talk of him in Dallas, New York. I've seen, I mean, he's going to have some options. That's another, um, um, that's another guy. Actually, no, that's not the guy. That's another team that a lot of Western Conference teams should look at. Just because, like you said earlier, the this it's the perfect time to like go out and get free agents with Golden State like crippled, um, yeah. which in my mind is is huge for Utah getting Conley because I think that is the perfect move for them. I think it's a really good move. I just. I still think that team needs more scoring. I think that's you. You need another score, especially off the bench for that team. But I think getting Conley was a a big move. I mean Conley, Mitchell, Ingles. I, I'm not a Favors guy, so I think they should replace Favors in there. But um, and then Gobert. Obviously, that team defensively is going to be a problem. Is I thought Favors was a free agent too. Is he a free agent? He, I, he could be. I, I've just never really liked Derek Favors. Yeah, I... Uh, let me check on that, because I've actually seen Favors linked to L.A. About Marcus Morris going to Utah. Another hard-nosed guy. Wherever wherever he goes, I want the Morris brothers playing together. Is Mar- Marquise free agent too, right? Yeah, I believe, yeah, I believe they both are. Huh. be tough for defenses to know who they're covering. Yeah. Just leaving well, one open at all times. And you, they should just one of them should foul out and just switch uh, switch jerseys with his brother. <laughs> they never know. Never. Oh, so interesting. Favors is he's got a sixteen million dollar contract. It's not guaranteed if he's waived before July fifth. It's a key date to watch with him and that Utah team. Hmm. What about Al Horford for going to Utah? I... That's starting five. Possibly. I mean, that's a really good defensive five. And all of them can score. I mean, that's yeah. not a bad scoring team either. No, not at all. I, I, I think he'd be a big fit. Um, the question is just whether or not they can make it. I mean... Even if they let go of favors, they still have to make some moves. Because Conley's get... contract's ginormous. Yeah, he's making $32 million this year. Yeah. Because I remember three or four years ago when he signed and he was the highest paid player and everyone was losing their minds. Well, you don't think about it with Gobert, but he's making 24 He deserves that. Yeah, he's not cheap. They're going to have to pay Mitchell here eventually. Yep, he, he'll have... Three, three more years, I believe. Or two. Two or three. I don't know what he signed. That typical rookie deal where you have, I think, two years of control and then the two team options. But it'll be um that could be a good team. I just I don't know if they would have enough cap for Horford because I've seen reports of him for four years and well over $100 million. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing too. And it sounds like he already has a team waiting to sign. Yeah, it's. I think there's a lot of guys who are just... And this happens every year at free agency. The minute it happens, it happens quick. And guys are jumped on quickly and the deals are finalized in what seems like a record amount of time considering they aren't supposed to be talking. Right. 
All right, point guard trio here. Where are they going? Kyrie, Kemba, D'Angelo Russell. First off, I'll, sw- I'll throw the question to you. If you're a contending team right now, which of those three would you rather have? If I'm a contending team? Yeah. Um, depends on my team. If I'm the Lakers, I want um, Kyrie. But if I'm a team like Indiana or something like that, I want D'Angelo Russell. I would agree that if I'm LA, if I'm the Lakers, I'd rather have Kyrie because Kyrie is playing with LeBron and he knows what that's like. If I'm any other team, I, Kyrie is definitely not my top choice because, I mean, he didn't like Cleveland. He doesn't like Boston. What's he going to take to keep this guy happy? I think that's just a whole separate issue besides his play on the floor, which we all know is exceptional, but it's a very hard guy to please and has had difficulties getting along everywhere. I I think I would take D'Angelo. He's the youngest. I still think he's got a great upside. And after getting traded, after being the top uh, number two pick, he's got a bone to prove it. He went out on a mission this year, so I think I would take D'Angelo in a lot of cases. Yeah, he's, he's got a chip on his shoulder for sure. I've had him, I want him to go to Indiana. I've had that in my head since like a month ago. I want him to go to Indiana to play with Oladipo. I think that team would be really good. That's uh, that's where I see him going. I honestly see Kyrie going to Brooklyn. I, I think that's kind of been the direction it's heading, and it's going to be really interesting. You all, you had the the big KG Pierce trade and Boston kind of owning Brooklyn for a few years, and flipping. I, I think up to this off season, you're going to see that flip around, and Brooklyn may be in a better spot than Boston is. I mean, they're they're talking Kyrie Durant, DeAndre Jordan as a piece to get Durant there. Um, they still have Jared Allen. They still have who else? They have their Karis Levert. Um, Joe Harris, I mean, they were thinking about getting rid of him or something like that, but um, that's a pretty good team. Yeah, some good young talent around them. I don't so think I, I don't think Kyrie goes there by himself, though. No, I don't, I don't either, but I, I think Kyrie will go there with somebody else, which I'm sure we can discuss at some point. I see D'Angelo going to Indiana, like we talked about, barely squeezing in with their cap room, and you'll, I'm, that's a good young team, I mean... Oladipo, Turner. Sabonis. Yeah, Sabonis. It, it's a matter of bringing back some of their early guys. I mean, Thad Young is up. Corey Joseph is up. Tyreek Evans. Um, Bogdanovich. So they have a lot of free agents. So it'll just be interesting to see how they can make that all work. And if you can get D'Angelo quickly and sign him and then go over the cap with the bird rights for some of those other guys then you have a good chance, but it'd be really interesting to see how that would play out with the cap for them. Yeah, I think they're right on the cusp of being the being an Eastern Conference contender. They 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 were there this year. They Oladipo got hurt, but I think Russell puts them there again. I agree, and it I th- I it depends on Oladipo's comeback, but I agree on that. Getting to Kemba and where I see him going. That's the tough one, because I see Kemba bound. I mean, there's a bunch of different landing spots. I saw him linked up Boston. I I think I would enjoy that, but I don't see that happening. I don't think it 
improves the team any from this year. No, but it, I mean, keeps you relevant. You never know how much of a factor chemistry has, and that could be the one area that would improve greatly. But I still think it would be a worse team because Kemba doesn't make up for the loss of Kyrie and Al Horford. Right, right. I honestly, it wouldn't surprise me much to see him go back to Charlotte. I think the money is great. It wouldn't be the best decision for his career because I don't see that team making a run anytime soon. But. I don't know. Kemp is the kind of guy that there there are a lot of options, but nothing is really sense though. I've heard Dallas as well pairing in with Luca and Kristaps because it sounds like they're going to offer Kristaps a ginormous deal. Um, but I I don't know how that chemistry would work either with Luca being a ball handler and Kemba being a ball handler. Yeah. Um, Charlotte Charlotte's my ultimate destination for him. I don't think he leaves. I think they pay him enough, um, and then maybe wait wait one more year to bring in guys around him like guys like Whiteside or something like that or free agents next year. Um, I just don't see him leaving. I don't either. I will say, if that if he doesn't come back for some reason, that team is going to be very bad next season. Oh, it'll be trash. Because right now, for players, they have 10 players signed for next season. Batum, Bismack Biombo, Williams, Cody Zeller, Kid Grail Chris, Malik Monk, Miles Bridges, Willie Hernandez Gomez, Dwayne Bacon, Devontae Graham. My guy, Dwayne Bacon. Yeah. I like Miles Bridges. I like Malik Monk. Batum isn't bad. The rest of that roster. Wait, where's uh, Frank Kaminsky? Kaminsky's a free agent. Oh, hey, he's going to LA. He's going to the Lakers. I think he may be restricted, but he's a free agent. Oof, my guy, Kaminsky. Yeah, they, they have him. Jeremy Lamb, obviously Kemba, like we talked about, uh, Sheldon Mack, and a bunch of young guys. Jeremy Lamb, he's going to go to L.A. too. <laughs> They're just going to get everybody. They're getting everyone. I'm calling it now. Cheap deals, they want to win. Yeah, apparently. It's crazy to me that right now the second highest paid player on the Hornets is Bismack Biombo. <laughs> Rightfully so. It just goes to show you how bad those contracts were a few years ago. and It'll be interesting to see what happens this summer with some of the, the cap space and all of the guys who are free agents. What about DeMarcus Cousins? Is he staying in Golden State? No. Where is he going? I I think it's going to be interesting. I see, well, first off, I see him taking a somewhere, if he gets it offered, a one-year $20 million deal, deal somewhere in that area. I don't know. It, it's the question of who can make that cap happen. You know who it is? Who? Atlanta Hawks. That would be interesting. He's going to go play with those young guns. A one-year deal, two-year deal, that's fine. They'll prove it to him. And then next year, they're going to have another max spot open. And then they're going to be relevant. Well, that would be interesting. You know one team where I would love to see him go, but they aren't going to have the cap to make it happen? would be the Portland Trailblazers. Mm, uh, I, I think they're I think they're good with Nurkic. He can stay healthy. Yeah, I I, I you see them running both those big men out there. Did you see Channing Fry's thing about Kevin Love going there? I did not, no. 
No, he was like, he was talking with friends and stuff like that. And he's like, I think it would change the Western Conference. Like, uh, the power, who, who's in power if Kevin Love goes and plays with Lillard and McCollum. Interesting. All right, here, here's one that I'm throwing as a sleeper team for for Cousins. The team that drafted him, Sacramento Kings. Oh yuck! No, I don't. I don't think they want him back. Cheap deal. They want to get rid of Cauley Stein. I don't think they want to get rid of Cauley Stein. I think Cauley Stein wants them to get rid of Cauley Stein. Sorry, I should rephrase that. Cauley Stein and the Sacramento Kings are at odds, and they no longer want to be in a working relationship. They don't even need another center, though. They got that Giles kid. They've got Bagley. Those are two bigs right there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Giles. They like him. I think they like him a lot. Yeah. I didn't get to watch him much because who watches the Sacramento Kings, but... Hey, you know, they'll be exciting in maybe a few years. Um, I mean, I love De'Aaron Fox. I think he's one of my favorite players to watch, but... Yeah. Ultimately, I think Chris Middleton stays in Milwaukee. Hmm. Um... Who else is afraid? Julius Randle, I think, will go to the Knicks. I think they'll offer him a big deal. Yeah. Here's one for you. With the injury, what happens with Clay Thompson? Uh, he's staying in Golden State. You think so? I think so. I don't think there's a chance any team signs him now. Or that he will take another deal with someone else. I think Golden State offers it to him. Here's an interesting theory for you. And I don't, I don't really buy this, but this is something I heard thrown out after the finals, was the fact that the Warriors were a lot quicker to protect Clay Thompson than they were Durant, because they feel like Clay Thompson has a better shot at coming back. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I don't think Durant, I mean, a lot of people are saying Durant, it's in his mind to go back there. I mean, he has the $31 million option. They still might offer him a Big Mac's deal, but I I thought he was gone mid-season. I definitely thought he was gone. I think this injury could train, change it, though. I mean, next I don't think next year's free agent class is very good. It's definitely not this good. No. And he could make $30 million to rehab. So, for next season, some of the top free agents, it's not great. You, you will have Anthony Davis... But I think that's pretty much decided that he's going to stay out in L.A. Him and Kristaps are both probably pretty decided already. Yeah. You'll have Kyle Lowry. Ooh-hoo-hoo. Gordon Hayward will have a player option. So will DeMar DeRozan. Uh, as well as Andre Drummond. And then you're not looking at a lot. Paul Millsap, who will be... 36, 37 at that point. Hassan Whiteside, who I don't think anybody wants to spend a ton of money on. You will Draymond Green. He'll stay in Golden State. Yeah. But not, I mean, not a great free agent class next season. DeMar DeRozan's the biggest name. Yeah. So you wonder if at that point, do you ta- if you're Durant, actually, you know who will be a free agent next season but will be restricted? Ben Simmons. He's one of the most overrated players. Yeah. They'll they'll match any offer for him anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. 
if you, I mean, there aren't a ton of great players. So if you're Grant, you consider opting back in, rehabbing with Golden State. Yet you, you don't play. You say, look, you guys rushed me into this injury. I don't. Want, I'm not gonna play anyway. They have no choice. And the next season, you go out and you you see how this year went with some of these guys you're thinking about playing with. And then make your decision and really make all the money. I still think he can make more money if some other team signs a max deal this year. He doesn't have to play. He won't play. But he'll still make max. Yeah. 31.5 is a lot of money, obviously, but max deal is going to be more than that. Yeah, I think so. I just... You wonder if it, depending on how much the salary cap is projected for next season, if it'll be enough of a change between the $30 million and what a max would be signing next offseason as opposed to this offseason to make him change his mind. Yeah. I think he ends up on the East Coast, though. East Coast. East Coast. In a certain, certain city in the East Coast, in one of the suburbs in one of the boroughs or a different area in the east coast he's gonna end up i know i'm not even gonna say it. I, I think he ends up in one of the new york teams but i'm just gonna say he's gonna be in the eastern conference i think it's destined that he is somewhere in new york city whether that is the knicks or the nets i am not saying that yet but it'll be a new york city team as those both count i think he's gonna sign a max deal with one of them Five years, four, or four years, five years, whatever it is. I don't even care. Five years. And then after that five years is up, he's going to come back to Seattle and start his team. What, is he going to the hockey team? Nope. By then, five years down the line, we're going to have 36-year-old Durant leading us to the finals. I mean, the Seattle, uh, the Seattle Supersonic former Grizzlies? Seattle, yes. And you know who it's going to be? Ja Morant and Kevin Durant. All Has right. a good rhyme to it right there. That would be a, uh, a decent, uh, decent one-two punch. And guess who's our coach? Oh. Sue Bird. All right. First female coach in the NBA. Well, that's interesting. That, uh, we'll see. That's our big three. Sue Bird, John Morant, Kevin Durant. Mm. All right. So getting into some, oh. There's some other interesting guys who will be free agents. Um, one guy who, a little bit of a role player, I know you, uh, I think you're a pretty big fan of him. Terry Rozier? Uh, no, we can get to that. No. Who's that? Ugh. Love Miritich. You see a guy like that going to Golden State, taking a significant pay cut to go play and win a ring? Doesn't even, they're not winning a ring. Any, Any free agent who thinks, I'm winning a ring now. Is not going to Golden State anymore. Yeah, you don't think so? You don't think if Curry... Curry, Draymond Green, and Miritich, big three, is going to beat... Sorry, sorry. I I've, I keep forgetting how just how bad the injuries are. Oh, they, they, without Clay, they're not winning. No. Unless they sign Anthony Davis next year or something. Who knows? All right. Here's a wild idea, then. Tanking is bad. We all know that. You shouldn't do that. The Bulls tanked and got the seventh pick. Yeah. If you're the Warriors, would you consider tanking for a year? No. Coming back and having Clay and Curry healthy? No. 
No. Too much class in that organization with Curry and uh, Steve Kerr. They wouldn't do that. I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, you know they're going to be stuck in, they're, they're going to be a six seed and they're not going to be, they're going to have no ch- chance in the playoffs, seven seed. They have no chance and it'll just be a wasted season of Steph Curry where you don't get a valuable asset and you don't have a chance in a ring. If that's the case, trade Steph Curry now. Well, no, because you know when he's coming back, you know, when Clay's coming back a year later, they'll have a much better chance for him. Next year, he'll have nothing around him. Him and Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook's legit, okay. They oh. also have a, they also just took a better point guard anyway, signed him as a undrafted free agent. My guy, Kai Bowman, Boston College. So, there's your next Steph Curry. They signed him? Yep. Hmm. Okay. Jerome Robinson played pretty well for the Clippers, too. Yeah, when he played, he spent a lot of time in the G League, but he played for them in the playoffs, didn't do bad. Yeah, he wasn't terrible. Yeah. Huge uh, basketball powerhouse in Boston College. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. All right. You want to get a little NBA draft? Switch your some free agency real quick. Yeah, that's fine. Who's who's the best player out of this draft? NBA career. Who has the best career? The best career? Ah, it pains me to say this because it'll be in New York, but I think R.J. Barrett. Nah, I'm with you. R.J. Barrett is my favorite pick in this one. I mean, I it's it's hard not to go with my guy John Morant when he's starting to play with Kevin Durant, but I I wasn't impressed with John Morant in the NCAA tournament. I think that's my biggest. No- I mean, yes, he'll be playing with better some better players than he played with on that Murray State team, but times he just looked overwhelmed playing superior talent and just turned the ball over. And you know who I he may end up being. Hmm. Russell, Russell Westbrook? Westbrook. Oh, nailed it. Yep. And I think um, they'd be fine with that. Yeah, I think so. But all the athleticists in the world, at times questionable, questionable decision-making and questionable passing, not the best shooter. I, I think he's a better shooter than Westbrook. I think he's a better shooter than Westbrook, but we'll see how he transitions. I, I think that's a good comparison, and... Can you win with a player like Westbrook as your best player? Still remains to be seen. Uh, I think the answer is clearly no with Westbrook, at least. But um, um, I would lean that way, but I still think he's got enough time that could change. I doubt it, but it could. I don't. I don't think so. I think he's played with his the best players he's ever going to play with. That's Kevin Durant and that's Paul George, and he hasn't been able to do it. I I agree on that. So I'm not sold on him. I love Zion. I love the flashiness, all that stuff. I think he'll have the best highlights, but I think there's some issues with Zion, and I think my number one is whether or not he's going to be able to hold up. Just think about that at 6'7", 280, jumping up and down all the time and having your knees take the kind of punishment with Zion and his 40-inch vertical. I'm not convinced he's going to last. I think he'll be all right. I think he'll, he'll, I'm sure he'll have some injuries in his career as it does everybody. But I think, I think his, his physical specimen is going to be good enough to get him 10, 10 plus years in this league. I think so. It's just, I mean, 
it's all going to be about the athleticism and how much he can improve his three-point shooting. That's the two questions for him. I think he's in a good situation for him, too. I think New Orleans is going to is a good place for him just because, I mean, they just made a big trade and now they have pieces around him. It's not just him. Um, so I think he can grow there. I think that New Orleans team is going to be one of the most exciting teams next season and definitely one of the teams that I will be keeping my eye on the most. I think they're going to be a big draw, A, because of Zion, but I don't think there's some pieces there where they, that can be a... They make the playoffs next year? Oh, um, I'm going to say no next year, but there's a good chance the year after. I'm all in. They're making the playoffs next year. I also, I mean, I think it, some of it depends on health and how, I mean, that's a young team. If you look at their players that are under contract for next season, there are two guys right now over the age of... 25. And one good. of those is Etwan Moore, and the other one is Darius Bertans. Yeah, so, I don't know who that is. I uh, He's a guy on a non-guaranteed minimum contract. So, I, I just, that's a really young team, and can they handle some of the pressure? I mean, think about some of those guys. Obviously, the guys in LA, you put in LeBron shadow, you Dealt with some most expectations, but for some of those other guys, you've never had shadow that's going on you with Zion. And, I mean, there's going to be media following you everywhere with that team. So we'll see how the young guys live up to expectation. I think it'll be a year before they make the playoffs. I think they're the eight seed. And Zion's going to get a little taste of what LeBron James in the playoffs is at number one seed. That's fine, as long as we get to see him go up and dunk on Anthony Davis. No. Or attempt to. No. And complete the circle. The only dunk on anyone I want to see this year is whoever that guy Indiana drafted, Gazoba or whatever his name is, dunk on oh. Zion. Him, him going against Zion after that picture, that was... I think that was one of my favorite things to come out of the whole draft process was him just sitting there alone. That was the most disheartening photo I've ever seen. I I I don't normally agree with Draymond Green, but I think he had a good response to it. No, I agree. I agree. Print that up, put that everywhere, and that's your motivation for the rest of your career. Who know? I I'd never heard of this guy before that picture. So I mean, really that. What happened there was the best media thing that could have happened to him. Oh, it definitely He'll be interesting. Guy out of Georgia. Not the state, the country. That's my favorite country. I knew that. Yeah. yeah. Um, trying to see if I can find some career statistics, but there are none online. It's because he hasn't played a single game of basketball in his life. I would hope that a guy who's taken the first round has played basketball at some point. No. But, I don't think Thon Maker ever did. The guy's like four. Uh, that guy's like 38. Nah, he's like four years old. By the way, it's Goga Bitadze. 
So Gobado Goba Go Dozy? What? Go Goga. Goga. Goga Bitonte. Is that spelled G-O-G-A? Yes. Goga. Alright, he's he's my new favorite player. Alright, well I'll follow up in a month and see if you remember that he's your favorite player. Every draft has one of those guys. Last year, Mo Wagner. And now this yep. year it's Boza Goga. Hey, you'll see Mo Wagner competing for some championships until they trade him. He will be starting at some point this year, mark my words. Will he be styled? I think it's a better chance he gets traded this year. You remember those Palgasol Shaq duos? Wagner Davis. Um, I don't know if it's quite on that level, but sure. It's the exact same thing. They got their Kobe, they got LeBron. Patrick Beverly is going to come in there and be Derek Fisher. Then you just need to re-sign Meta World Peace. Um, I'm going to say no, but sure, whatever whatever you say. They should be salivating thinking about that championship with that roster. Oh, yeah. I know I am. All right, so we talked about the Pelicans. We talked a little bit about Jaw and RJ. Switching up, who, which team do you think had the worst draft? The worst draft? Yeah. I'm not going to lie, I didn't really like the Celtics draft. Yeah, I was I was not a huge fan. I think it could have been worse, but not, not a, I, I don't know. I think drafting that late, I mean, there's talks with them of potentially jumping up to four. That never happened. But I, I was all right. That I think the worst draft was the Phoenix Suns. They what did they do? They traded out of the six, right? Yep, they traded out of six, and then they traded out of that one. Um, they ended up going with um. It was uh the Carolina player Cam. What's his face? Yep, Cam Johnson, who That's right. many didn't think was going to get picked that high, seemed like a bit of a, bit of a reach. Well, did you see the the Bulls point guard White? His response, uh, him learning that Cam got picked eleventh. Yeah, he, he did not <laughs> expect at all, and I think that's the same with a lot of people. Yeah, I'd agree. That was probably one of the worst. Yeah, I mean, but who knows? That, he that, could be good. Yeah, that team won seventeen games last year, and you ended up with. Ty Jerome and Cam Johnson. I mean, what else did they get from, uh, who traded up? Was it, um, who took that well, pick? They, Sixth pick? They, they Minnesota. Got, uh, Dario. Dario. Sario. You know he's great. I don't know if they did get your one of your favorite players in the league, though. I will say that. Sario is an absolute animal. Um, He's a good piece. I wouldn't say he's an animal. Okay, then what would you call him? Because that's the only thing coming to mind. I think he's a good piece. He's no. a guy who can help stretch the floor when you have... You already have eight in the middle. You got Booker on the outside. I'd say he's a good piece. You know who they did get, though? A nice mentor for DeAndre Ayton? My guy, Baines. Aaron Baines. You're playing Sario and Baines together? Uh-oh. Oh. Ooh. 
That team might be the eight seed. I am going to highly doubt that. 17 wins last year. They're doubling that this year. Guarantee. They may improve by two wins this year. 34 wins. Nah, I highly, highly doubt they get 34 wins. I mean, Aiden, Aiden's not going to be starting any longer. It'll be Baines. Okay. Devin Booker wants D'Angelo Russell there. If you pull him in, you got a great backcourt to go along with Baines, Sario. They traded TJ Warren, so who is it? Josh Jackson or someone? Yeah. Um, Dragon Bender. No, he's a free agent. He'll be back. You have Tyler Johnson on his awful contract. $19 million for that guy? Yeah. You got Mo um, Schrute out there. Yeah, uh, Mikhail Bridges. He's not bad. Yeah. That team is destined for 34 wins. I still think it's closer to 19, maybe 20 wins, but we'll see. I I just, I think that draft was very underwhelming. and it's, I mean, it obviously started with the lottery. No luck with the ping pong balls. I mean, they could have had a top pick, and then they end up with six, which turns into Dario and Cam Johnson, and who knows what Cam Johnson will turn into, but I think that's an normal pick. You know the int- the other interesting thing with Cam Johnson? Hmm. He is older than Devin Booker. He was a four-year starter, right? In yep. Carolina? Yeah. Yep. He is already 23 years old. I mean, more wisdom and age, I guess. Yeah, but I don't know if college experience and age translates him to the NBA and I mean, Devin Booker's guy who was on a second contract, and Kim Johnson's older. That I don't know. I don't see that pick turn out well. I just think Phoenix was very, very underwhelming with their draft. Phoenix is an underwhelming organization in general. Well, I'd agree with that. Other than them really going out and getting Baines, that was... You couldn't have had a better move there. Yeah, that was a, that was a great move. I mean, it kind of cripples the Celtics. But. I don't know about cripples. You guys don't even have a center on the roster now. Daniel Tice. Daniel Tice is in a center. Robert Williams. That guy already left. Mentally. Uh, I don't know. He like know. tweeted the other day that he's like, sometimes you just gotta leave or something like that. I don't think he did. Yeah, I maybe that. I had someone else. I think of someone else. All right. So what do you? Here's the team. What do you think of Atlanta bringing in Deon, uh, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish to play with some of that young talent they already have? No, I love it. I, I like I said, Atlanta's opening up a spot next year, max contract spot. They're gonna get someone um, free agent this year, and they're gonna be very good, very good. And I, I love Trey Young. I think he should have won Rookie of the Year. Yeah. yeah. Um I I I agree avoid the way it went, but here's the thing for next year. They will have Trey Young signed, they have John Collins, they will have um I can't I forget how you say his last name. Kevin Huerter. 
Kevin Huter, uh, Omar Spellman, and the guys they drafted this year, and those will be the players that they have on the roster as of next season. They've got, like, what, three or four expiring contracts that are pretty big um, yeah, this year. And they'll have Evan Turner, Alan yep. Crabb. Solomon Evan, Hill. Solomon Hill. DeMar DeRozan's going to end up there next year. Oh, so you're going to ruin all that floor spacing they have with some uh, some mediocre jump shooting? It's not, no, no, he's he's just what they need. He's the guy that can get it down low and then kick it out to the guys with the floor spacing. Uh, all right, that'd be, a, that'd be an interesting piece. Plus, DeMarcus so, yeah. Cousins is there, like I said, too, so... Next season, they will have, right now, for next, going to next free agency, they're projected to have $92 million in cap space. DeMarcus Cousins, DeMar DeRozan, and who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? I'm going to throw out Paul George. They're going to have to give up Cam Reddish to Oklahoma City and one other player. That would be interesting. I mean, that's a team who has a bright young future. Now you just need one of these guys to really turn into a star and get them to the position that they need to be in. Trey Young's already a star. (sighs) I still think you need other pieces around him. They might have gotten them. Hunter, Hunter, and Reddish. Who knows how they'll be? They're supposed to be pretty good. They are, but they shouldn't win it all Duke. So they won't be able to win it all in the pros. I mean, Hunter wasn't Duke, was he? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking RJ. No, Hunter, actually, Hunter was Virginia. He won yeah. the championship. That's right, he did. Yeah. That is right. Hmm, that'll be very interesting. I. If they, if one of those guys really turns into a stud, then Atlanta has one of the brightest young futures in the league. I think they have the best future in the league right now. Ahead of, um, ahead of the Pelicans? Ahead of the Pelicans. Mm, interesting. Ahead of the Kings, they have got a young players. Um, yeah, I, I think I like Atlanta the most. They're certainly ahead of the Chicago Bulls. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. You got Laurie, and then you got all Atlanta's players, then you got Colby White, so, yeah. Zach Levine's going to be the third highest scorer in the league next year, though. Third highest scorer? Yeah. It's going to go LeBron, no, Curry, LeBron, Zach Levine, James Harden. Harden's fourth. Ah, interesting. Because Jimmy Butler's going to slow him down. So right now, your Chicago Bulls, eighteen million dollars in cap space, roughly. How how do you want them to cap off the rest of this offseason? They're not going to make any big moves, um, but one of them is going to be Terry Rozier. Ah. Um, they're gonna they're gonna trade Chris Dunn. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't need him anymore. Drafting Kobe White. Kobe White is gonna be on the bench behind Terry to start the year. Um, and then eventually take over for him. Robin Lopez is gone, so we need a backup big. Um, that's where we bring back Miritich. Um, bring him back to the lovely team that made it to the playoffs. Um, and then we just need someone backing up Otto and Zach Levine, really. I mean, we got Valentine and Zipser, who 
is the worst player in the NBA. Um, so, you know, maybe a, a nice three. I don't know who's out there that's cheap, but but a nice three. No one flashy. Don't need that. Just, Carmelo Anthony. Nice three. Carmelo Anthony's going to sign for like $5 million in L.A. Just uh, sit on their bench with J.R. Smith. With the Pelicans? No, with LA. Oh yeah, he's he's destined for there. He, he definitely is. It's gonna be Carmelo and Jr. just chucking up shots off the bench. Yeah, James Jones is gonna come out of retirement. He he'll well, play. He's the him and Patrick McCarr are apparently used to winning championships. I mean, clearly, I mean, Toronto's probably gonna repeat since they have McCaw. I think LA should trade for. Or, you know, James Jones back. One of the two. I think McCollum may be a free agent. Yeah, he might be. Uh, I, if I remember correctly, he'll be a free agent this year. So that's the number one free agent that you need to sign. Kyle Korver's also going to L.A. He'll be uh, he'll be bought out by the Grizzlies. Uh, he's, he's 40. He's, I know he's not actually 45, but he's a guy who's like 45 in the league forever now. 45 and still the most handsome man in the league. I mean, who's who's more handsome than Kyle Korver? Um, Grayson Allen. Oh, no, no yeah, chance. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, when I rank NBA players, it's usually not about how handsome they are. Well, the fact of the matter is, we're ranking them on handsomeness right now, so you kind of have to. I, you know, off the top of my head, it's uh, it's uh, well, I'm. Fine, I'll give you a card for the most handsome guy in the league. Thank you. JJ Reddick puts up a fight. Laurie Markinen as well. Oh, no. That guy's ugly. That's a good-looking dude. Luka's not a bad-looking player. Uh, not the most character person in his family, but yeah, Luka's not bad. I mean, he, he gets it from his mom for sure. Yeah. Some of these European players are just good-looking guys, you know? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Not Laurie. No, Laurie's Laurie's number three on my list. Well, you know, I think your list is a little flawed, a little biased, but why you, you think know. you probably have Marcus Gasol up there? Oh, gross! <laughs> at least he's not a. Uh, at least he's not a Lopez brother. <laughs> oh, Kyle Korver, JJ Redick, Laurie Markkinen, in that order. All right, if, if you say so. Um, uh, I think I think uh. I mean, who was it? Who was it that drafted one of the girls that drafted a fantasy team based on that, and they were winning? I don't remember who that was. I couldn't tell you. Oh, who was that? I don't remember who it was, but they weren't bad. I mean, that's—I guess that's what we decided. But luckily, most NBA GMs don't take that route. Well, you never know. I mean, you think oh. about David Griffin. He was getting Zion based on looks, not talent. Uh, was he? <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, he's certainly a physical specimen, but... Yes, he is. How about his looks? 
Well, it'll turn into a championship someday. I prefer guys that actually grow a beard. Can Zion not grow a beard? I don't think he has facial hair. I don't think R.J. Barrett does either. That guy's got a smooth face. No. I mean, those guys are barely 19 years old. You got to think, though, when I was 19, I had a little stubble. I had a full beard. Mm, yeah, you did. So, I, I, I want a guy with a full beard by the time he's got by the time he graduates high school, and that's all I'm right Whoever the second guy the Bulls picked, Lang- Langford or something like that, he's got a full-on beard. Yeah. So, I, I think you, you draft guys with beards first. Those are the guys who are older, more talented, and then you go through their deals. I mean, the more hair on the chin's better than the hair on the head. LeBron James. Yeah. It just means Kobe White's going to be an awful player. Oh, you're right. Oh. Laurie doesn't even have a beard either. Laurie's 12, so. Bond Maker doesn't have a hair on his body. That's different, though. The guy's, that's because the guy's already been bald. He's 85 years old. See, I'm I'm under the impression he's still like five. I think he's like 35. You know who's Harry's Andre Drummond? Yeah. That's a hairy man. Team will be interesting up there. Uh, you run it back with uh, Blake and Andre and see what happens. Well, Drummond will be gone here after next year. Who knows what happens with Blake? They'll trade him eventually. To the Celtics. Um, I like Blake as a person. I don't want him on the Celtics. He's a great player. He's a great player, but I just don't see him as fit in the system. There is no system in Boston. They're getting rid of everyone. The system is Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens' system has won you nothing. Hey, it got us within uh, one game in the NBA Finals, so... Congrats. Yeah, that didn't mean much. I, <laughs> I think all the teams... I mean, obviously, of all the teams in Boston, the Celtics by far the most disappointing and the most painful to watch until this Red Sox season started, so... Going to be a real interesting uh, off season if Boston struggles. Some people are going to call for Danny Hitch's job. That's a, a guarantee I'm making right now. Well, I think Stevens needs to go. Terrible coach. I see. I think the call is going to be for Ainge instead of Stevens. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But I see. One thing is, Stevens has never proved he can win with a star player. Stevens has never proved he can win at all. It's true. I mean, it's the thing is, everybody loves Stevens when he's one of the city's lesser players, and now he can't handle stars, and it's just, it has to pay off. Maybe it has to be homegrown stars, not bringing in stars. Maybe. That's why they have Jason Tatum, best young player in the league. Well, he's not even the best young player on his team. No, he's not. Marcus Smart is. Uh <laughs> You know, I would disagree with you on that. Well, you got Robert Williams? No, I have, I honestly, I think it's close, but I may take Caleb Brown over Jason Tatum if I'm picking one of them for the next five years. I would, too. I would, too. I, I've never liked Tatum. I think Tatum regressed this year, and I did not like the progress. I did not like the spot choice. I, I have some issues with Tatum, and, you know, hopefully it proves me wrong, but. Ever since he dunked on LeBron in that Game 7, the guy's changed. 
You mean ever since he started working with Kobe? Was was that when he started working with Kobe? Yeah, he worked with Kobe in the offseason after that dunk, and it all went downhill. Well, Kobe just needs to challenge him to win MVP, and then he obviously will. Yeah, instead, Kobe just challenged him to shoot long contested two point jumpers. Well, that's that's his own choice. I mean, just tell him to not shoot jumpers like Giannis. Yeah. Hey, Giannis had a good three ball in the playoffs and killed the Celtics. It did. It did. Classic Brad Stevens failing on the defensive end. Failing the big moments. So he's best at. It is. It is. All right, I think we'll. I think we're good there. I think we okay. are good.